it's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Welcome to Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. We believe that retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. Well, I'm your host, Jared Sebesta. I'm the co-founder of Retire Repurposed alongside Ben Tages. Thank you so much for joining us today. Whether you're listening to us on the radio, maybe you found us online, regardless, head over to iTunes, find our podcast, subscribe, and better yet, leave us a quick positive rating and review. If you just take a moment and do that, we would appreciate that so much. Now, this podcast is all about retirement, but it's not about money. It's about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. Few people can just flip the switch from working a career, building a nest egg, 30, 40, maybe 50 plus years, and then shutting it off on Retirement Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. If you want more for your life and your retirement, then you have come to the right place. Well, on this episode, we continue our series on retirement happiness. Society tells us that retirement is the time when we can truly live and be happy, but does retirement make good on that promise? And furthermore, what makes us happy in the first place? Well, today we introduce the idea of your social biosphere. The broadest layer is your community. Now, work gave you community, and too many times retirees fail to understand just how important that sense of community is to their life post-retirement. In this podcast, Ben will discuss the dangers of not maintaining your broad social networks so you feel like you retire, then lost your entire family the next day. Enjoy this episode. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. We are so glad that you are joining us today. We've got a fabulous show on tap once again. We're continuing our series on retirement happiness, and we are going to start to talk about our relational biosphere. In fact, we're titling today's show Maintaining Broad Social Networks. This is a key part in having a fulfilling, having a happy uh, retirement, but also really walking into your fullness, this idea of social connection. So we're going to start at the broader scales of that social biosphere here today. So we're so glad you're joining us today on the show. Before I get started, just a reminder, we have a Facebook group called Becoming Repurposed in Retirement. Join a growing community of people that refuse to accept the typical American dream retirement. We've had a lot of people uh, join this private group lately. This is the best way to stay connected to everything that we do here on the show. If we ever mention a study, an image, a chart, um, anything like that, that is where it gets posted. Also, you're going to get all the latest and greatest announcements. Any seminars we have coming up will all be posted in the Facebook page. Go to Facebook.com, search Becoming Repurposed in Retirement to join this growing community of people that want everything out of retirement. They want what retirement should and could be, so go check that out. We've got a great show on tap here today. Again, Ben Tages joins me on the show now, and we have covered the gamut. I mean, I think we've now, there were 20 episodes deep into this idea of retirement happiness. We've covered really the essence of time, talent, and treasure. We've done most of that. We're now under this legging of time and how we can spend our time. But um, last week, I thought was a really cool show because not only were we talking about time, we were talking about the reoccurring rhythms of our life. 
Talk about, again, for people that maybe missed that show, how does retirement strip those away and maybe kind of leave a retiree maybe empty when it comes to their schedule? Yeah, Jerry, I think many times what, what I hear somewhat as a, uh, as a badge of honor with people that are retired is, yeah, every day is like a Saturday, right? Every day is, um, every, every day is the weekend. And um, what, what they're saying there is I, I no longer have the boundaries of time. I no longer have like my my guardrails that my my work gave me in when I wake up, when I go to work, what I do um, during the day, when I come back. I, I, it just all feels like a restful Saturday or Sunday. While that's okay, um, at some point they start to really lose his luster, right? So we think that's what we're after because we're in the middle of, of of our working career. But when we get it, we realize that's not all that was cracked up to be. We talk a lot about kind of the old way of doing things, the old way of viewing retirement. We kind of talk about the new way or we talk about our way of viewing retirement. Um, this was mentioned on last week's show. We said um, more of whatever you want to do with little to no boundaries on your life and your schedule equates to you winning in retirement. The caveat to that is that is in the world's eyes. That is the message society is telling you. We don't necessarily believe in that. Yeah, I think that part of, part of what makes retirement great is that um, you do have more time uh, uh, available to yourself, right? You've got more time to um, do a lot of great things, but with that comes, you know, great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, if I've got you know, my free time on the weekends, let's say that's, you know, six to eight hours or whatever I, I give myself and on a Saturday and, you know, my Sunday day of rest, um, that's so much time that I've got to really, um, I, I've got to fit certain things in my schedule. Mm-hmm. I've got to be very diligent about um, my day. When that When that goes away for a retiree, I think that is where we can run into trouble. So I think last week's show helped us see, and hopefully we helped the listeners see that they have to be very meaning, like meaningful mm-hmm. in how they plan for their days. They have to set a schedule. They have to make sure that every day doesn't end up like Saturday because, like you said, I mean, that, that's what society would tell us. that if, if you can make every day look like Saturday you won, well, that's because during your working years, something may have been off. You, right. you, you might have been, like, looking forward to Friday because now I got the weekend and dreading Monday, but that's because something mm-hmm. was wrong with your view of work. Something was wrong there. So we look at retirement. Um, we're not necessarily trying to escape that. Um, we're trying to look at the positive aspects of work, keep that in your life, and then repurpose yourself yep. into something that can be um, really great. And, that, and that's, I mean, the Bible doesn't talk about retirement. Let's face it. It doesn't say, hey, now it's, you've hit 65, you're, you know, mm-hmm. off you go. I mean, it's not going to be right. that clear anyway. But I even think the concept of being uh, focusing on oneself mm-hmm. and, and just resting uh, is, is flawed. You, you mentioned the word intentional, and that was another word that came up a lot last week where you, you need to go into retirement knowing you're going to have to intentionally recreate a lot of these boundaries because work gave you those, those boundaries naturally. And so you need to go into it with that. Don't wait a couple of years and then figure it out. And now the, the train has slowed its momentum because we've seen a lot of retirees get into trouble if they don't do that. Also, too, we mentioned how the rhythm of your life um, where it, there's work and then there's rest. There's work and then there's rest. Just because you retire, uh, we don't think that it shouldn't mimic that same pattern. There's, there's God's design, and that applies to all areas of our life. 
Yeah, I mean, God created work well before the fall, right? I mean, it just looked different, right? Uh, Adam was was naming the animals. There's a creative aspect to his work. He was working the garden. It was it was Adam and Eve worked prior to the fall. So we like to look at work as being a positive thing, right? It's part of who we are. And and you say work, um, it's got kind of a negative feel to it right now. And I don't think it should be. I mean, what I'm saying with work is we're adding value, right? right? Whatever that looks like in your career today, you have to keep that value add um, serving others in your life. And that that's what makes the rest more meaningful. So, um, yeah, I, I've loved the last couple of shows highlighting that. Um, and today is no different. You know, as, as we begin talking about the one of the most important things for retirees is, is keeping, you know, social connection. We've got a lot of new listeners uh, joining our show each and every week. We appreciate you checking us out. If this is maybe the first time you've heard our message, uh, please go back, check out our, our list uh, of, of podcasts that we've covered here over the last several weeks. But again, just to get this, this, this idea of time and our schedule and our rhythms honed in, I highly encourage you to check out last week's episode. Again, it was recreating recurring rhythm. So go check that out. All right. Today, as Ben has mentioned, we're now talking about more of our social networks, our social biosphere. The title of today's show is Maintaining Broad Social Networks. To us, this falls under the heading of the time aspect of a retiree's life because, again, this is uh, something that you can do with your time, ways that you can fill your time, do it intentionally and productively. But just, again, let's just, before we dive into the content here, Talk about how you have seen some retirees view this aspect of retirement where their social biosphere starts to kind of deconstruct. Yeah, I had a client not long ago um, come in, and I actually hear this more often. It wasn't just a isolated event, but he came in and said something like, you know, Ben, I feel as if when I retired, I lost my entire family the next day. It was like I, everything changed for him. When he um, stopped going to work, while he continued to maintain some of those work relationships, they were different. Um, no longer could they talk about you know, the, the, the commonalities and the projects at work. They weren't creating together. Their, their relationships really weakened, and, and I think that was, um, for him, a, a significant downfall of retirement is those work relationships. Yeah, and I think, too, there's probably a bit of a misconception where people think that the relationships and the connections that they have with people at work are going to be the same and stay the same after uh, they've retired. And what you have seen in your experience is that that's just typically not the case. Yeah. I mean, your buddies don't want to, so if you're retiring today and you're 65 years old or whatever the age you're, you decide to retire and you're, you're leaving the workforce and you have some colleagues that are still in the workforce they necessarily don't want to have you kind of compare your notes of your your days off and the things right. that you fun things that you're doing to what they're doing at the, at at work yet. Mm-hmm. So um, the relationship will change, um, and I think that doesn't mean it's the end. But I think you have to be mindful of that when you're when you're leaving the workplace. There is a dynamic shift in your relationships at work. Let's talk about like what happens if this part of your life. Um, isn't addressed. We keep bringing up Jim's story uh, in your book, Repurpose, but I think Jim's story also helps um, highlight some of these you know, dangers or pitfalls to a retiree if they don't, again, methodically think about this aspect of their life. Yeah, it takes work. I mean, relationships do. They always take work. And um, you know, I look at um, if you're not addressing relationships uh, in your life, um, you, you can start to see some significant social isolation. Like if you just, um, if you don't correct things and kind of get back on track, 
um, one of the worst things we can see in a retiree, and we know for anyone, is is isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, we are created to be, you know, people that are in community with one another. Um, that's why um, so many times we have small group meetings, we have uh, church groups, we have. There's so many positive aspects. It's one of the things that kind of scares me about today. You know, so much, so much of what we do is is not one on one. It's through a computer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's um, you know, especially the pandemic showed us that is is just isolation really messes with people. And there's studies today done. A ton of them is how. Um, just how negative that isolation was on people's mental health. Yep. So one example is is retirement. And if you're not careful and you just go into retirement and start to isolate um, and spend more time alone, uh, which ends up you know kind of reinforcing bad habits, that can be a really negative thing. That was one thing that really scared us when the pandemic happened is that you had uh, what could potentially already be a fairly isolated uh, person, a retiree, um, and then all of a sudden now, you know, for an extended period of time, we're told to stay away. And that 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 I don't think we fully have seen the full ramifications of what that's done to the mental health of an individual, um, maybe more specifically as a retiree. But every single show, uh, I say, you know, there's the two most dangerous days in a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. I would imagine that probably catches people off guard a little bit, but I think that that statement um, really resonates with this exact topic, wouldn't you? Yeah, it does, because I think um, that those are, I mean, when you retire, you have to give yourself credit for making one of your most significant life changes you'll go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, think that you've been working for 30, 40, 50 years, and everything that went into that career and that work is now ended, okay? And part of that is relationships. There's a lot of other things we've been talking about, but the relational aspect of work is very underrated. Mm-hmm. I think people don't fully realize that the relationships at work are, are some of the strongest bonds they have. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes the most lasting bonds people have, some of the most trusted bonds people have are people that they work with. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're coming from a great company, hopefully there's a culture there well, where it's more like a family. I think that we have that here, Jared. I mean, we've got 10 people on our team and um, you know, we were celebrating a birthday the other day and an eight-year anniversary with somebody. And mm-hmm. um, we do, we celebrate with each other and, and, and we go through hard things together and good things. But we, when we walk away from our work family, like the individual that I'm telling, I started our show out with, um, we have to give um, really, uh, yeah, you really have to give some credit yep. to, to what those and recognize what those relationships really meant to you. Yep. You just don't stop going to work and mm-hmm. think, ah, oh, so it's no big deal. It is a big deal. Um, part of that is because of the relational aspect. Yeah, I think we undervalue. Um, the significance that those even, I would say, loose relationships have uh, with your everyday interactions with people at work, whether you're really great friends with them or not, um, they do you know, make deposits in this area of our life with social connections. Uh- Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Before we move on, you mentioned, you know, again, moving away from relationships at work. When you retire, guess what? Guess who you're going to be around a lot more of nowadays? And we're not going to cover this on today's show, but your spouse. And so there's another pain point of relational strain. <laughs> the other direction is that now we're talking about, you know, maybe I'm around my husband or wife a little bit more than I have been used to or maybe care to be. <laughs> That's something else I hear a lot, Jared, I yeah. think. So when, when you, you know, you're newlyweds and you're, you're like, oh, I would love to have more time to get my spouse. And now right. um, you're coming back together for a lot of time, potentially together yeah. that you're not used to. Right. And you're not newlyweds anymore. So it is a, it yeah. is a significant change. I think one of the the more significant things that um, that needs to be addressed uh, today with a retiree is don't think that you're, you're going to leave your work, um, you're going to um, retire from work so that you can fix your home. Okay, I, I would never want somebody to leave their job thinking, well, I need to do this because I need to spend more time with my family. Hmm. Right? Um, I, I actually think you should be thriving at home. Right. And at work, right? You got to balance those two off because if you are just thriving at work, thriving at work, and you're, okay, now I'm going to be done with work. So that way now I can spend more time with my family and really start to do what I kind of in the back of your mind, you're like, this is what I missed. Yeah. That I think is a recipe for disaster mm-hmm. because yeah. again, you're still pulled to work. You're leaving work when you were thriving there, but weren't thriving at home. Mm-hmm. I would much rather see somebody be thriving in their relationship at home and at work and then kind of move out of that position into something else. So I think um, when, when people just, you know, go right back to being newlyweds together, right? Mm-hmm. Your husband and wife, and now you're um, every waking moment together, that mm-hmm. is a, uh, that can be a real problem. I think it even goes back to one of these lies, which would say retirement's going to help fix a bunch of my problems. And again, the, what you just said there is a great example of no, it doesn't, and it shouldn't, and it really can't. If there's a deeper issue, you know, people that retire really well, have generally had really great working careers and working lives as well. And there's, there's, there, there's not this like, my life is not good and now it's good just because I retired. We just don't see that one-to-one correlation. No, it isn't. It doesn't fix anything. Yeah. You're, you're not a different person. Mm-hmm. You're the same person. You just have to have a, happen to be a person that has a lot more time on your hands, right. which can be bad. Mm-hmm. It can be when you fill that time with things that are not necessarily healthy, the things that are not necessarily helping you grow, and you're kind of like, well, and, and that's the other part is when you do retire, a lot of clients make the, a lot of individuals make the mistake to think, well, yeah, now I've kind of arrived. Right. I don't have to continue to grow and learn yeah. and change. Um, so that compounds it mm-hmm. too. So again, as we're talking about this, if you're listening today and you're like, man, I don't ever want to retire, that's not it. We want people to have great retirements. Right. That's why we're sharing this message is because I've seen it. I've, I've lived it. I've seen, you know, over 20 years of walking with retirees um, prepare me to kind of give this advice. Mm-hmm. And I am, I am, there's no doubt in my mind, if you retire thinking that retirement will fix your situation, that retirement will make um, your life somehow better, right. um, I, I think you got to reassess why you're making that change. We're all about retiring, but retiring the right way with the right mindset and the right steps in place to do so. That's what we're talking about. So we're going to talk about community. Talk about that. Again, even if people maybe weren't huge socialites at their job, talk about the significance that that being a part of that community was to that person. Yeah, everybody wants to be recognized, noticed. I think that's some of the thing that if you're um, in a workplace and you're missing that, right? You're just a, if you feel like you're a cog in a bigger wheel and there's nobody 
um, you should, uh, quite frankly, find another place to work. But um, you should be valued and you should be appreciated at work. And I think um, most employers, good ones, do a good job at that. So, um, or coworkers, right? You got coworkers that. Um, Hey, give a praise. You know, we do that every day at our team meetings here. Um, there's a praise for team members. We're noticing what people are doing. We're building relationships by um, really recognizing what our people are doing. So I think even if you don't like your job, Jared, there is a huge benefit to the people that you work with every day. I can even see people that would consider themselves introverts. And part of my personality is, is a bit introverted. Like lots of times, if for me to go refresh, sometimes I just need to kind of just be on my own for a little while, you know, go for a walk, you know, just be quiet and still, which is kind of the introverted side of me. But yet at the same time too, I'm not one that wants to work from home by myself all day, every day. And if my wife and kids are ever gone for a little while, I'm immediately, it's like, oh, it's too quiet in this house. You know, you know what I'm saying? So again, I think we're just, we're creatures, uh, we're community creatures that we're designed to be around each other. So as you mentioned, even if you don't like your job, I think that you need to not underestimate the power of that community that 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 gave you. Yeah, I think um, again, uh, not to go you know talk about pandemic again, but I think people need to realize how hard that season was because of that aspect, losing community, and when you walk away from work. Um, that same, that same kind of thing happens when all of a sudden we start to feel more isolated. We've got, um, you know, you start missing people and there's nowhere to turn. That's the last place I want somebody to feel. Um, I think community, um, you know, helps us get through, uh, those hard times, mm-hmm. but helps us celebrate, um, the good times too. So, um, very, very important that, um, we recognize how important that is. Yeah. I, I, I kind of have a theory. I think that, uh, whether you realize it or not, there's an amount of your identity um, found in the community that you have, which I think to a certain point is very healthy to say, hey, I'm very proud I work for X and Y company or I work with so-and-so and this is just kind of, it's a piece of me. It's not my foundational identity, but that is good. Again, don't underestimate what it's going to feel like when that goes away. And I don't think a lot of retirees are prepared for that fully. <laughs> I have a number of theories, Ben, you know me. I've got a couple of theories, but you ever notice how like professional athletes, they retire maybe before, you know, maybe before they gave it all. And so many of them have a hard time staying away. You know, we live in Minnesota. And so we were used to watching Minnesota Vikings football. Remember Brett Favre came out of retirement. You could argue Michael Jordan came out of retirement and there's a laundry list of people who have. And again, my theory is, is that those are so used to being identified as that person. And when that goes away, especially early in life, they don't really, they have a bit of an identity crisis, which may pull them back into the game, so to speak. I'm not suggesting that there's correlations between that and people working, but that feeling of losing identity, again, we can't underestimate that feeling. Yeah, I think some of that's the identity that um, is created being part of that community, the community of people that you identify with, being mm-hmm. part of a, a group of individuals that are striving towards a purpose. There you uh, go. They're, they're trying to accomplish something together. Well, we, we accomplish something together as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, God made each and every one of us to, to kind of search for one another. God didn't just create Adam and stop there, he created Eve. He envisioned the family, right? Seeing um, a man and a woman come together and create a child and now create a family. And, and I think that's what's so powerful um, in, in, in 
the world today is the power of families and the power of communities that when, when they come together towards a common goal and a purpose and follow a vision can, can just accomplish great things. All right, Ben, we got just a minute or two left here. Talk to the person listening. Again, age bracket, maybe 55 to 65 plus. Perhaps they're retired. Perhaps they're eyeballing retirement. What are some things that they need to think about? What's the mindset shift that they need to, to, to make to make this part of their retirement and their social biosphere really, really click? You know, first of all, I think you just got to realize the importance of those relationships. Um, if there's a broken relationship within your workplace, um, go mend it. You know, talk it over. Um, we're all different people. We've all have different views on things. That's another thing. We've become so polarized lately. Um, you know, get along, work with uh, one another to the point that, hey, it's okay. We see things differently, um, but we're in this together, right? Um, once you realize how important those relationships are, start to mend them. The last thing you ever want to do is walk away from a strained relationship and not look back. Mm-hmm. So if you can recognize that are, there's broken relationships, heal those, mend those before for leaving the workplace, but then also on the really healthy ones, um, take, take note of just what, uh, how important that has been to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, send them a note of appreciation. Say, you know what, you've been a huge part of my, of my working life. I mean, we work 60 to 80% of our waking days, right? Yeah. It is crazy how much time we spend in the workplace. If you're, if you're finding great uh, relationships with people, tell them about it. Tell them, hey, you've been a meaningful part of my life. Um, and then also, I think, recognize that as you leave the workplace, that relationship doesn't have to end, but it, but it will change. Well, I sure hope you enjoyed this conversation on community in your broad social networks. And like we said, it's so important to be part of a great community. And even if you didn't like your job, never underestimate how valuable those daily connections were with coworkers and the importance of being part of a group. Don't be like many people that think I'm retired and I lost my entire family the next day. Next week, we're going to take a closer look at your relational biosphere and dig more into those closer, more personal relationships called your friends. If you'd like a copy of Ben's book, Repurpose the Untold Story of Retirement in America, just go to our website, retirerepurpose.com, or email me at jared at retirerepurpose.com. Until next time, I'm Jared Sebesta. Remember, don't retire, become repurposed. We'll see you then. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.